hi, and welcome to the Still Telling It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, and I have my Bumblebee shirt on today. So you know that you're going to get stung with some really great stuff. I have Apostle Marshall McGee with me again. And on our last program, he was in the midst of something and he had asked a question of the audience. And so um, be sure and 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 call the people that you know. Send your 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 social media uh, uh, things out, letting people know that we're on because we're hitting some issues that many people would not want to even touch. But we're about for the change, and and we're going for the juggler. And so, uh, please uh, welcome Apostle Marshall McGee. Come on in. Hi, it's me, Marshall. <laughs> Glad to be here. How are yes. you? I, I'm, I'm glad you are here. So uh, 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 go for it. So go ahead. Talking about wisdom uh, and really consider the, considering the question, when is the last time you perhaps have asked for the spirit of wisdom to begin to engage your heart and engage your life? In fact, Isaiah 11 talks about uh starting in verse 2, talks about what we call, or what I call, the seven spirits of God, commonly known as the seven spirits of God, seven manifestations of the spirit of God. And even taking that a little further, uh, we have to think in terms of inviting even the seven spirits of God to begin to come alongside our lives and help us to navigate so that we can stay up to date and up to speed in the present speaking of what God is doing and saying right now, because we started off talking about, we've been doing this for the last few weeks anyway, talking about letting go of the old and making way for the new. And the principle, and it's basically a simple principle, uh, when you really start touching this and going on with the Lord, you start understanding that the old, according to scripture, is vanishing away. And it and because it's vanishing away, it has to give way to the new. It has to, because when the new comes, it always shakes the foundations of the old. And that's why there's tremendous resistance sometimes when something new is introduced, especially uh, in, the, in the realm of the spirit or when it comes to spiritual things and or spiritual truth. And so the question I asked in the, in the last program was, when is the last time we asked, literally asked, the spirit of wisdom? Because wisdom is a person. And in the Greek, she is called Sophia. And the spirit of wisdom can come alongside and overwhelm us where we begin to operate more out of the intents and mandate of heaven because wisdom falls on us like drops of rain and enables us to move into the things we're supposed to do. And so I want to read a scripture here because the scripture also teaches us that wisdom is the principal thing. Most of us know that scripture, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, is the principal thing. Get wisdom and then all you're getting. So we're going to go here because we're still talking about this transfiguration thing, uh, shifting with God, moving with God. But I want to read this wisdom, the principal thing. And I'm going to read from my favorite translation, the Mirror Bible. Yay. James chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. Notice what it says. The only thing, if you're going to go on with God in this season, I'm going to inject my words in here. If we're going to keep going on with God, the only thing you can possibly lack right now is wisdom. 
one might feel sometimes might sometimes feel challenged beyond the point of insanity. However, make your request in such a way that you draw directly from the source, not filter through other opinions. God is the origin and author of wisdom. He intertwines your thoughts with good judgment. His gifts are available to all without regret. So this is uh, interesting that his gifts is available to all without regret. And so, and I will just quote this uh, uh, verse 12. So wisdom comes from above and remains unaffected by the contradictions of the senses. Think about that. And then verse 6. Your request give voice to faith. Faith is the stabilizing factor. Otherwise, you become driven by emotions, inconsistent judgments that get out of control like rough seas tossed by tempest winds. So that's uh, the mirror. Here's the King James, New King James. Wisdom is the principal thing, Proverbs 4, 7, verse 7 through 9. Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. So getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And if you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her, and she'll honor you. She will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. You will be adorned with beauty and grace and wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you, making you victorious in the work, in the race. Because ultimately what wisdom would do, we honor her properly. She will bring riches and honor to you. Right. That's why we can say, I am, I'm is prosperity, because we are tapping into, ooh, Jesus. Let me give the definition. Let me give the definition of, of it in Hebrew. It's called uh, hakmah, ma, like hog moths, you know, but it ain't that, you know. Yes. It says that it's skillful, it's good sense, it's wise. When was the last time we asked God, asked the spirit of wisdom to be skillful in us? It's shrewdness. It's prudence. It's ethical behavior. It's all of those things. See, wisdom will give you the skill to be able to release who he is in the earth. And that's what the earth is groaning for. It's not, <clears throat> sometimes we think wisdom is intelligence. It's not about intelligence. It's about the skill of God. God moved with the skill. And what that word skill really means is this. He moved with precision. Come on. Think of that. Here it is. You're moving with precision until the ideas and the, and, and the things that people are willing to pay you for that you cannot miss, that here it is, somebody is going to pay you a uh, million dollars for an hour of your time. 
And then that wisdom that you give them, that skillfulness that you give them, they make three to $4 million with it. Don't you know people are gonna be running to your door? This is what happened with Solomon. See, Solomon was skillful. David was also, but he was skillful in a different manner. That's why he was able to, that's why he was able to finance what it was that Solomon started. And then the one that did not use wisdom, the one after him did not use wisdom, which was Solomon's son, was the one that lost it all. He lost half the kingdom. So in 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 that and and uh, 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 in that, I, we just need to really look at it. So when was the last time in that question you asked? When was the last time that you asked God to give you His skills? My God, that's the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. He's a person on the inside of us, and He says, "I'll lead you and guide you into My skillfulness." That's good. That's good. This is, you know, we need, this is going to help us move into the, where we need to move it in the earth and outside the earth. Because we always think within the limitation of the earth. Listen, we have access not just in the earth realm, but we have access in dimensional places in the realm of the spirit that's even outside of time and space. This is part of our inheritance of sitting being in our seated place in Christ. And the other thing about wisdom is, 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 the, is the, 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 the ability to make the right decisions at the right time. <laughs> because you're tapping into something, something beyond the earth realm and you're getting your information and insight from the other realms. And it causes people to prosper. This is what I, that's why I use that phrase, prophetic innovation. And this is where we have to invite, invite uh, wisdom into our life, embrace her, value her, and see what will happen. Because it's really the ability to look into the true nature of things. This is past just knowing the Hebrew and the Greek, y'all, when you exegete the scripture. Because in the everyday affairs of life, when, I'm, when we're dealing with, sometimes the Hebrew and the Greek don't help us. We need supernatural wisdom if we're going to move into these supernatural dimensional places that God has ordained for us to move in before the foundation of the world. We still are thinking like flesh creatures when the real essence of who we are is, in fact, spirit, which makes us spiritual. And in the dimensions of the spirit, there's no limitations. There are no barriers. There are no cultural things to get in the way because we move purely by the mind of the most high God and our creativity, creative insight, innovative insight, uh, and all those things. And I remember a few years ago, my son, I was teaching in Baytown, Texas. And on a Friday night, and I get this text from my, my son, and he says, Dad, uh, I see you uh, in boardrooms. Uh, with CEOs in boardrooms, given uh, insight to CEOs to show them how to prosper in their businesses. He said, expect this to happen. And that word came to me the other day, and I went back to God. I said, let me tap back into it. I said, wisdom. Let's get ready for this. I believe we're coming into that 
manifestation of that prophetic word I got a few years ago because this is the stuff that changes our world. And as you said a while ago, Apostle, people will be coming looking for us because we have the supernatural wisdom of God and we know how to be prophetically innovative and our answers will be right and our solutions will work and produce fruit. When, just like we ask for wisdom, when is the last time we ask God to prophetically, innovatively show us how to tap into wealth so that we can create it and also be a blessing in the earth, not just for us? I could, anyway, let me hush right there. Because we're, we're trying to be spiritual, too spiritual sometimes when we're already spiritual. Why? We're already spiritual. There's mm -hmm. some other things we got to go from being spiritual now. If we're going to make a difference, our solutions, I have to say it again, have to come not from patterns of the past, but they have to come out of heaven where they don't look like anything else in the earth realm. That's how we're supposed to be. You, you know, there. Apostle Marshall, this is where it is. Listen to me. When we say that we are prosperity, we can operate on no other on no other plane, no other plane, even the sofa or, or Sophia sofa, it still means skill, expert, an expert at whatever it is. And it means wise enough to take those skills and to be able <clears throat> to utilize because remember you got we got to remember a couple of things we got to remember even though the 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 Brit Hadashah which we call the New Testament was written in Greek we got to remember these are Hebrew boys that was writing this stuff yes these were not these were not Greek Greek people and so many times it may look like it's one thing but you got to remember who it is that it was coming from and they're not talking about natural sophia they're not talking about natural wisdom they're not talking about natural intelligence they're talking about the only intelligence that you can get from the only place you can get it from where we create niches in our lives that are so unique and so different. See, that's why he says we are a peculiar people. We are peculiar uh, uh, prosperity. We are peculiar in that. What does it mean? It means that it has never been before. Why are we continuously trying to resurrect the dead? And, and we cannot do it. And this is one of the things that I do a lot. People say, well, you mean like this? No, I don't. Well, you mean like this? No, I don't. I don't mean it like anything that you know. Because you're not going to take me backwards. And I get people that get offended. And why do they get offended? Because, see, you always want to take you back to what it is you know. What I know only got me here. I got to go into, as you talked about on the last program, I got to be like Captain Kirk, go into areas that I don't know. I got to go places that I have no idea how you're going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. The thing of it is, is that it's not the hows, it's the whos. He has whos in front of me that this who has this part, this who has this. And in order to do it, 
You're going to have to cast off all of those things that you thought you know. You're going to have to be a new, a new person. You can, yeah, you got to cast off those things. See, my granddaughter said something like uh, something last night and she was saying, well, that's just not me. I said, maybe you need to be a new you. Maybe you need to be a, a new you because the old you ain't working. Come on. If the old you ain't working, the old baker ain't working. You will never hear me come up with the same sermon. Do you understand? You will never hear. You will not because I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. I will give you this information. I will give you this stuff. I will give you this wisdom. I'll give you this insight. But my God, I'm moving forward. I got to go into those places. We have to be, we, uh, uh, here, here's this, and then I'll be quiet so that you can talk. The Bible said, the Bible says, if you be in Christ, if you be in Christos, if you be in Messiah, you are Abraham's seed. Now, Abraham's seed, God said to Abraham, he said to Abram, Go from this land. Go from what you already know. Where am I going? Start walking. I'll show you. Come on. You have to be committed. And you have to have courage. I submit to you that we got some coward, some coward behind people. Cowards. I'm not going until I know where I'm going. Well, you ain't going nowhere. If you can't trust him to lead, he, the spirit of God says, I'm in you to lead you and guide you into places that you have never gone. There are no maps. There are no GPSs for it. I'm leading you into a desert place so that I can do what I need to do in you so that you can go through these hard things so that you can come out victorious. And when you come out, nothing and nobody, everything is there for you. All of those things that Jesus went through in that, that wilderness and all of those things that he was offered, they're already ours now. The bread is ours, the gold and the silver and the, and the kingdoms, they're ours. So when we go through our, when we go through the wilderness and we come out and all of those things are, are, are there for us, it's already ours. He says he already gave them to you. So Jesus denied them and now we can accept them. Because they can't be offered from the devil. They are offered from God. They're saying, you passed the test. You went through this. Now I can do this with you. And now when it gets so comfortable, I will have you to master this. And then you can pass it on and go ahead and take new territories. That's where I'm headed. I, ain't got, I, got, I only got a few more years in this earth. And those few years, maybe 10, 20, 15, 20, 25 years. But I'm going to take them. And I'm okay. I'm, I'm gonna take every chance I can. I am not gonna sit on something that I used to know. Come on now, you gotta be that risk taker. You gotta be willing. And this is where prophetic innovation comes from, because because once you really get in sync, you know when you mentioned Second Corinthians uh, five seventeen, if any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. Uh, one of the the uh, implications of that is. You represent a totally new species. You rec represent a species of person or species that, I won't even say person because we spirit, that never existed before. And I believe it's time 
to begin to explore those new creation realities where they really are outworked in and through our life. And it goes back to being transfigured and, and all of those things. But basically going on with the Lord, Paul said something about being caught up in the heavens, a third heaven. Uh, I think it was one, one of them heavens he was caught up in. And he said, I saw things that I cannot utter. And I think he just simply meant, I don't even have intelligible language for what I saw because he was so caught up in the realm of the spirit because I believe God was trying to show Paul this is the other dimensional places you can go in the spirit and there was no grid for it. There's no grid. So I don't have language when he came back. I don't have language to describe what I saw because ain't no grid for this in the realm of the spirit. Think about that. And when we begin, that's why, it, it, you know, people that are touching these dimensional places, sometimes it is difficult to talk about because we're trying to find language because the church is so far behind that we got to try to find language to describe what God is saying and doing when the reality is we ought to be able to say God is saying this, 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 and this, and those who are tuned in should say, okay, let's go. That's God. You don't have to have a prayer meeting. You don't have to bounce it off somebody. This is where we're going. We're going where we ain't got to always bounce something off of someone else because our relationship with Father is so intact. It is so secure, and we're so committed to going on with him, whatever it costs us, and going on with him. And when we do, we just go. Well, the Lord let me. What do you mean the Lord led you? That don't even make no sense. Well, it may not to you, but I know what he said, and I'm following him because it gets to be a lonesome road sometimes. But innovative people, you know, uh, we're going to be innovative. We're going to tap into this stuff. We're going to come up with solutions. We're going to find out and tap into the wealth. What Can you imagine sitting in the in the boardroom and the, uh, with a bunch of ocean argifers? What the people that study the ocean? And saying, if you look over here in this part of the ocean, there's some treasure there that your radar ain't been able to see. And you can direct them. All this, a few weeks ago, the, all the millions of dollars of equipment, and they couldn't find that submarine because it had already uh, imploded. Millions of dollars of equipment, uh, and they couldn't find it. A prophetic innovation, innovative person could have been Oh, hour or two after that thing went, it exploded. Look right here. Now, they're going to think you're crazy at first. They're hidden for us. There's things like that that are hidden for us. And when They're they go look. God showed yes. me that. You're, you're saying something that he revealed to me. I kept telling people, there's treasures in the oceans. There's treasures in the oceans. There's things that God placed in the oceans. There's still that gold that's in those rivers that are still in those rivers because all of that gold that's a hadekel or whatever it was that was mentioned in the book of Genesis, all that gold ain't gone. All of it's there. It's hidden for us. Come on. I love it. It is hidden for us. That will tap into this realm. But yes. you cannot do that in a natural sense. You can't. You, you can't. cannot do that in a natural sense. You. This is what I'm saying. He called us a peculiar people because we are willing to take peculiar, uh, peculiar steps. See, I'm willing. To, I, I'm. I'm willing. I'm, I'm betting it all on him. 
I'm all in. All in. He got I'm it all. all. In. I got nothing to lose. I got. I mean, I I, I have every everything to lose. I have I have nothing but gain. It's all gain. I I can't lose. I cannot. You remember uh, 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 um, Reverend Ike that says you can't lose with the stuff I use. Yes. See, that's where I am. You can't you lose with the stuff I use. Can't. I can't lose. It's impossible for me to lose. It is impossible for me to lose unless I sit on my behind and do nothing. Unless I mm -hmm. hang out with the regular with the regular people. That's the only way to lose. And I'm not doing it. You're I am regular. invested in God. I'm not doing it. Amen. We gotta go on. And this is the the, the decisions that we make if we're really gonna go on with them. Because when you hit a certain place in your reality, you decide, I'm not missing God. I'm not. Everything in me. Father, what's next? I'm not going to miss you. Not in this season. Not in the next season. Not in the season after that. As long as I'm on this planet. We want to live lives where we're not missing him, but we're following him and keeping up with him. And then the secrets, the treasures, the secrets that have been hidden in dark places, he'll begin to unfold and reveal to us. That's what he wants to do. But you got to be willing to follow. You got to be willing to go. And you got to be willing to move. You can't stay. I can look every place I've lived on the planet where we I physically moved. I don't. There's no in nothing in me that I'm going back to those places. Me either. Every move is a higher move. Even just housing, it's always been a higher move. So why would I go back to something lesser? This is what moving is about, and we ought to be able to measure our movement in God. If you're mm -hmm. really following Him. A year from now, 18 months, and I, we circle back. We Two months. To measure. Two months. Two months. We should watch be able to me, measure. Watch me in a month. Watch me in two months. Watch. Hi, watch people. Oh, we're out of time again. Well, we can't be out of time. We're just getting ready to get into something. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. People, I so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Remember, Apostle Marshall and I are on the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way on Mondays. And he has been, he joined me on Tuesday and Wednesday. Tell your friends, tell all these people to watch these three programs. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get him to visit me as often as he will on different programs that I do, because this is a subject that you're going to see. You're going to see how we progress. You're going to see that we ain't just talking a talk. We're going to have stories to tell you about things that have happened in our lives that have manifested this stuff. We're going to provoke the body to jealousy and we thank you and we uh we, we thank you for joining us we thank you for allowing us in, in your home and watch we got some stories that we're going to be able to tell you this is apostle baker and apostle marshall saying goodbye for now bye-bye god bless <laughs>